Uh, welcome back to the Inglis Complex here at Oakland's Junction. Day two is underway. The sun is shining and we've got plenty more superstars coming your way. Graham Begg will join us a little later, as will Jason Warren. And we'll have plenty of the major buyers and sellers throughout the day. But right now it's time to get Gator's post-mortem after a huge Group 1 weekend of racing. Morning, Gator. How are you? I'm well, mate. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, what was your highlight of the weekend? Yeah, look, obviously there was um, some elite uh, racing. Melbourne and Sydney wasn't there. I mean, the Australian uh, Guineas, um, you know, was an outstanding individual performance, probably by both first and second. You can argue till the end of time who was the better run, but Legato was in front at the end of the race, and she did it despite, um, you know, probably losing momentum at such a key stage. So I think it had a lot of merit, and attrition-covered ground was probably every bit as good. Again, a pretty busy finish. You know, it's been the theme of the generations we've mentioned more than once, with the ninth horse being beaten a bit over three lengths. And same story in the Group 1 mile in Sydney. I think the fifth or sixth horse was at Williamsburg, uh, who ran fifth, sorry, beaten 92.6 lengths. So not a lot between a lot of them. And, um, yeah, it's been uh, they'll be chopping and changing the results for sure. What do you make of Jack and O's run, Gator? Considering he pulled up with an internal bleed, well, he over-raced. Matt Stewart doesn't think he's a miler. Uh, he got beaten 1.6 lengths, had a bit of an issue post-race, and, and he was really fierce early on. So mm. how did you yeah. rate the run? Yeah, look he, look, he ran really well, given the myriad of um, excuses. I mean, if he told me before the race he was going to pull up with an internal bleed and over-race for the first 600, I probably wouldn't have tipped him, and I certainly wouldn't have think he'd be beaten 1.6 lengths. Mm. Uh, sectional time were, were good. Uh, second quickest, uh, ranked second quickest, second quickest, then fifth quickest for the last 200. So, you know, he, he probably just peaked on that run. So whether or not that makes him not a miler or the other factors to, that contributed to him only ranking fifth home were the fact he over-raced or had that internal issue. So uh, they don't often win doing either of those things. And they're not often beaten one and a half lengths either. How good do you think Benedetta is, Gota? Uh, very. You know, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself that I deserted her. Um, I think she was my better the day the start before. And I thought coming back in trip, um, you know, maybe I'll be with Flick for her. Wrong. You know, she sat back off a really strong speed, blew them away um, times two. I mean... Look at the fillies she was racing near midpoint of that race. She absolutely left them for dead and, um, you know, beat them out of sight. Sectional time outstanding, 33.08, last 611, 36 home off a strong speed. Uh, no matter how you slice that run and win, uh, visually, sectionally, uh, relative to the opposition, no matter how you slice it, uh, an outstanding win. And, um, yeah, she won't get under my guard again, but... Uh, you know, sometimes we learn too slowly. I know a lot of people were in their Gentleman Roy camp as one of the better bets of the program, uh, yourself and myself as well. Were you disappointed with that run on Saturday or did they go too hard? Look, he's been able to run along at that speed in the past and perform really, really well. Uh, so, he's gone 60.21 off a standing start for 1,000. So... You know, against the class average, he has gone near three lengths above that. The Group 2 
um, average for the for Flemington 1600. So it's certainly uh, no loafing at all. Um, but he's been able to absorb that in the past. He, he still was able to kick, and uh, he was swamped only the last hundred. Um, so look, given that, and I know he, you know, he'd missed a gallop leading, which always makes me a little nervous. Uh, so I'm certainly not backing, absolutely not. Um, and you know, I thought he ran quite well. I mean, you take non-conformist out of the race, he's been beaten at 0.7 of a length from, from second, hasn't he? So, um, yeah, obviously expectation was higher, uh, but uh, it turns out um, those off the speed ran 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8. Who's the horse you want to take out of the blamey? Obviously, non-conformist was outstanding. Um, where is he now in your mindset for a race like the Australian Cup? Yeah, no, you'd have to be right at the top of your thinking. I mean, okay, he didn't come up last prep. You wouldn't have thought the spring he was below what many of us thought. You go back to the spring prior to that, and he's running second to incentivise in a Caulfield Cup. And what people forget is he was wide for the first 1,000 metres of that race and still ran second. And not only ran second, he thrashed everything else. He thrashed Montefilia. He had some really good horses. Um, You take incentivise out of it, and... um, you know, he was a dominant winner despite having a torrid run for the first half of the race. So that's his quality. You know, he had some backing on Saturday, so some people thought he was back. You know, 30-odd into $19, so a few nibbles there, and they were well rewarded because, as you mentioned, the win was, was uh, outstanding. He was so strong on and through the line as well. Plenty of highlights in Sydney. I'll start with the two-year-olds. Cylinder runs over the top of Red Resistance, learning to fly in a four-horse field, leads, fights tenaciously to win the Riesling. Cylinder now is the new Golden Slipper favourite. Uh, are you in agreement with Cylinder now the top seed for the Slipper over learning to fly? Look, it depends how you want to dissect those two races. Obviously, being run on the same day is helpful. Um, you know, you have to say the track was improving, but they're only 40 minutes apart or 35 minutes, so we can line them up pretty well, I think. Uh, had the races been run together, uh, the Phillies of the Learning to Fly race would have been about seven lengths in front of Red Resistance at the halfway mark, uh, so it was a whole different uh, tempo. Um, cylinder, despite um, uh, such a significant first half, has somehow still run faster overall time than Learning to Fly uh, and the Phillies. So... Um, on the clock, no betting. You know, who the, who the better performance. If data's your thing, no betting. It's all cylinder. Mm. And for the second time in a row, he's run quicker than quality older sprinters on the day uh, off a slower speed. And I'm talking about the, the mares and the Winona girl in the last on a definitely improving track. So that's one aspect. The second aspect is how much weight do you give learning to fly effort given she was used up for the first half of that race ridden probably outside of her ideal comfort zone and still showed great tenacity to win. So if you're a data human, it's all cylinder. If you're a race uh, performance and and race shape sort of um, uh, punter, then you'd have them a lot closer together, I think. Who was the better run in the challenge? Passive aggressive or giga kick? I think given the pattern of the day... um, Certainly for the first six races, pretty much every race was first two or three out, first two or three home. You'd have to say giga kick. Add to that, they have not gone hard by group two standards. 
Uh, Eduardo's led four lengths below that uh, that class average. So um, by his own, um, uh, you know, his own profile and that relative to the class, he's entitled to kick certainly on a leader track, and he did, and he's a very good horse. Passive aggressive, great chase, great win. Uh, but for mine, um, you know, Giga Kick was the best run in that race. And Artorias was just phenomenal. Uh, Imperatriz looked like she was home. How did that race rate, the Canterbury Stakes? Uh, well, the sectional home of Artorias was, was exceptional, 11.28. So he's come home only 0.2 slower than Giga Kick. Um, he's come home quicker, or slightly slower sorry, than passive-aggressive. So um, a lot of merit you know, in his closing sectional. Um, and yeah, I told you that. You don't need the data. It was a, it was a brilliant finale. I mean, Imperatrice, I don't know how she got beat from the 100 when she was uh, mm. clear. Um, still baffles me. But um, it took an outstanding individual effort to get her beaten. And that's what Artorias was able to produce. Uh, the time relative to Group 1 class, they've got about two lengths below um, that. But, uh, look, I wouldn't be reading too much into that. The first and second, uh, outstanding. So from the weekend, Gator, have you got a couple of forgive files and a, and a black booker to follow? Well, I mean, I, I think you, you have to put Jack and O into that because of those, those uh, issues. I mean, it's not the horse's fault he started favourite. Um, so he certainly made uh, made the figure file. You know, we are pretty keen on economics. Uh, I don't think Paul White outside of strong speed is ever going to win you a lot of races. So I think he's still going really well. I wouldn't sack Roots either. She loomed to win. Maybe she just needs, maybe she just peaked on her run uh, the last bit. Um, but yeah, a, a decent figure file will come out of the meeting. Um, mm. for, for you know a couple of the, the top of the market pulled up lame as well so um, we'll certainly go through all those and uh, and be forgiving that's what we do uh, apologies the sms machine's not working that well out here at the sales but just one last one before i let you go uh you'll read on aft cabin in the randwick guineas well my first thought was look he hasn't quite run out of strong mile um he got on the back of uh the winner communist um worked through and when he eased over his heels i thought he was just going to go whoosh um, now, the sectionals don't really back up what your eye's telling you because he was effectively exactly the same speed as Communist time. They've run 12.04 and 12.06, so ranked first and second at the end of that mile. So, look, he's run it out OK, um, but, uh, yeah, I was expecting a more booming finale um, for sure. So the jury's out a little bit on him at 1,600, I think. Gator. Great to get your Monday synopsis as always, and I'm looking forward to your Gators game plan for what's going to be a phenomenal new market day on Saturday. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks, mate.